Last week, Sarah read from the Gospel of Mark when Jesus went out to the villages of Caesarea and Philippi. On the way, he asked his disciples, who do the people say I am? They quickly responded, John the Baptist, Elijah, one of the prophets. Easy answer for them because they heard the people talking. They just repeated what he had to say. This week, Paul read a scripture when Jesus asked disciples another question, reading from Mark 9, 31. Jesus told his disciples that he would be crucified, dead, and buried, and on the third day he would rise again. They did not understand and were afraid to ask him. When Jesus and the disciples got to Capernaum and were in the house, Jesus asked him, what were you discussing on the way? Of course, they were quiet. They didn't answer. Well, were they scared? Were they afraid? They didn't understand? Don't know. I think they were probably confused and et cetera. Think about this. Think about the journey that the disciples have been on with Christ. Where they were taken away from their homes, left everything behind, and went on a journey. And look how long that journey was. And they got to see miracles. They've seen him uh, heal people. They've seen him raise, them, raise people from the dead. And, and then they go on and he tells them that he's going to be crucified and dead and buried. I don't know, how would you respond? I don't know. It would be, be a tough one. So I, I admire the disciples for, for what they did. I don't want to pretend to know what the disciples were thinking, but I do know what happens when guys get together. Yeah, all the ladies are going, yep. We have a tendency to talk about anything and everything, and we always want to say who's the best or who's better, who's the greatest, who's number one. It doesn't matter if it's sports, which is the main topic, politics, or et cetera. We always talk about and ends up being who's the best. This player is better than that player, or this team's better than that team, okay? And... Uh, Yep, it usually ends up that way, and you can count on eventually which one of us is going to say, I'm better at doing this than you are, or I'm better doing that, or Loman's better at doing this at school, or Jill's better at doing preschool, Kevin's a better singer, whatever. We're always going to say who's better, who's the best. It's just in our nature. Think about this. When we open up our laptops and computers, we go online, what's there? Well, I, I have Google, so Google has the latest lures on to get us to open up and read one of their articles, hoping that we'll either subscribe or we'll purchase something. It's like a fisherman changing lures because he's not catching, okay? Some of the lures that are used are unbeatable, first rate, outstanding, premium, monumental, and epic. Now, how do you get better than epic? I don't know. But I like to talk about the word that's most commonly used, and that's best. The one that always, I just wrote down a few that uh, caught my eye. Best 10 cities to retire in. You know, some of us are already there. I think Ramona's a pretty good place to retire in. It wasn't mentioned, so. Best stocks to invest in. Where to find the best hamburgers in every state? So a little bit of everything. Let's see. My parents told me at a young age, always do your best. Of course, they always said practice makes perfect, but always do your best because you never know. Sometimes your best just might be the best. Right? 
Let's bring this a little bit closer to home. Headlines in the San Diego Magazine. San Diego Magazine selects, I'm not going to mention a winery, three wineries for its August 2015 Best of San Diego edition. Now, of course, we could think about right here in town. What does our local newspaper do? The Ramona Sentinel. Every year, they want us to select the best of Ramona. You know, they used to send out a nice little insert that listed all that, and now you have to go online. But everything from who's got the best taco to who's got the best hamburger, you know, best place to eat, et cetera, et cetera. It just goes on and on and on. But and, uh, if, you look, if you go to businesses today, they pay a lot of attention to that. You'll see these signs up on the wall, best of Ramona 2011, 2012, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So they do have a very wide interest in that. You know, my favorite thing is sports. Man, I'm going to bear with me, ladies. Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about how I think sports have changed over the years. You know, most of us, when we were, you know, four years, four or five years old, which is a long time ago, 1950, et cetera, that uh, we learned how to play the game of baseball. And our dads taught us how to play. You know, learn how to throw and catch. After losing a lot of balls, breaking a few windows, and, and time got a little bit better. And they always said, always do your best, okay? Now, pro, uh, I'm going to talk about college football today. Somebody, I asked somebody, what's the difference between a, a regular coach and a good coach? And his response was, talent. And so, how do you get talent to come to your school to play sports? Well, number one is you've got to have the, one of the best facilities. Look at Ohio State. Their stadium seats over 103,000 people, and it's sold out every game. They have the best practice facilities, not only outdoor, but they also have indoor. They have nutritionists and dietitians to make sure they eat the right food. They have personal trainers to make sure that they lift weights properly and et cetera, et cetera. And each game that they go to, if they win, they make money from television. Those of you who watch sports, the number one college team on TV is Notre Dame. They're always on, every, on NBC every week. And they get money from that. So this is how they get the talent to come with the best facilities, et cetera, et cetera. So now enough of that. Let's move on to. <laughs> I just had to throw that out there. You know, it, it's a big business. Mark 9:35, the last sentence: If anyone wants to be first, he shall be last and servant to all. Let go of relationships based on power and ambition. Embrace relationships on welcome and service. Welcome the least and listen to their needs. Is our church good enough for serving others or is our church epic when it comes to serving others? I think we are good enough and it is okay. As my best buddy says, your number is up. Amen.